we had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way. And I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are three years, two months, and one week into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams and Ned. Bruce, we'll start with you. How are you today? I'm healthy and alive, and I just want to point out that these are three years in, and yet we have seen zero arrest or any kind of trials or anything for the atrocities that were committed against the average citizen of the world. It's an astute observation. I'm still waiting on one perp walk. I'm, I'm still waiting on somebody to bring formal charges against somebody in some government somewhere for the violation of our constitutional rights and our democratic processes that were subverted. But anyway, Ned, how are you today? I'm fine. Totally agree. Same here. It's everywhere in the world. And they're just being very blasé about it. I mean, people have got to understand that all that means is that they don't care. The stewards of all these countries don't care. That means... <laughs> Well, just put yourself, look at yourself, put yourself and think it, well, am I a human being or am I an asset or am I a number? And just work it out and then get angry, I suppose, if you want to. But it's about time a lot of people did. Or you can put so up too. with it and you can wait for the next wave of shit to come your way. It's coming. Whether you want it it's to or coming. not, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. And yes. here to talk about what's coming, I'm sure that you've got a, uh, a slew of things to discuss. What do you have? We always look forward well, to these things, and we don't we don't talk about this before, so it so it stays organic, and and I, I like know. that. So I know. I've got I've, I've, I've got all I've got a few things. Ah, which what gives a country there? <laughs> so few I start things. With UK, he says I start few with things. America. <laughs> he says a few things, and then he gets to the end, and I'm like, so I think we're gonna yeah. have to wrap things up. And he's like, can I have just a few more minutes? <laughs> no, just have a couple more. Just a few things. Let's start yes. with um. Let's start with the um. Let, you, you, so you only have the UK and the US. Um, well, that's the main, but no, but there are okay. other things. There's usually there's the obvious Ukraine. I uh -huh. mean, I must congratulate BlackRock for owning thirty percent of Ukraine now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been a successful operation. I, I'm sure oh, that Jacinda Ardern is going to be that's, great. That's, I mean, that, yeah. uh, what a business deal, eh? Yeah, you right. And right. you got Zelensky giving it. Thank you, J.P. Morgan. Thank you, BlackRock. Yeah, it's thirty percent of my country. There you it's go. It's not your country, you git. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. Let's start with. Um, I guess let's start with the U.S. And we'll see what you got there. A couple of um, interesting things. Um, well, amusing things. There was this um, Orion Webb in Indiana, councilman. 
He's a councilman for what district? Or is he a, a well, state senator, a state congress member? I don't something? know. He's a, he's a councilman from Indiana, Ryan Webb. He identifies. <laughs> he put oh, himself no, out there. Oh, no, not this guy. Not the, the, this is the one I was I was talking to Bruce about. And I, I just heard yeah. the vid, I heard the audio from the video, and it's a, it's a man a that I... Yeah, I, I think there's a video, but I was go listening then. to the audio from See it. See if you got it right. Is this yeah, the go one on. that that identifies? It's a man, but he yeah, identifies he's, 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 as a as a lesbian. He actually identifies as a lesbian woman of color. That's the one. Yes, that's the one. And he has, and he's married. He's married. He has, he has a wife. Yeah, yeah, and he's, yeah, yeah. He's made no, no he changes. To- no, 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 no. He just said that. What's his name? Me comfortable. Yeah, what's his uh, name? Ryan Webb. Ryan, Ryan Webb. Webb. Okay, I'll see if I can find it, but go on. Yeah, and um, basically, um, no, the, the music thing about it is he's put out there that he identifies as this. And then you've got the local trans up in our arms saying he should re- resign. And I'm giving it, now, is he doing this for a point of view? I don't know, but you've actually made your point because the trans people are saying he should resign. Now, since... These I found it. I neo found it. leftist idiots, if they think something, it's got to be true. Yeah. yeah. Trans yeah, yeah. identify, it's got to be true. Therefore, yeah. if I feel it, means it is. But they're saying he can't, right? So this is where the hypocrisy comes in. Just because he's a white man, he, he says he identifies this. So hang on. So we've got a world that we're trying to tell everybody that, yeah, there are. We knew that there are some youngsters that are sexually different, yeah? And as they grow up, they'll come out because, yeah, mannerisms and everything else, and it's always been a natural process. But these leftist kids are saying that you cannot, and they're only doing it because he's dressed as a white male, goes around as a white male, but he says he identifies as a lesbian woman of colour. And they're getting upset about it. It is hypocrisy to a deg- to an nth degree. You know, I you know actually why. I thought this was a joke. I'm, I'm going to play the audio here in just a second. But go ahead, Bruce. So you know why he's not allowed to change uh, to do any of this? He has an R after his name. Oh, he has, he's a Republican. Interesting. All right. Well, this is him uh, again. I, I thought this was some kind of a um, uh, some kind of a joke. No, no, when I, no. When it's I first it's heard Jen it. up. He's he's Jen up. Have um, come out and, and been recognized as the first woman of color in the history of uh, Delaware County Council. Years ago, identifying as a cisgender white man. Ryan burst onto the scene fighting corruption and seeking fairness in local politics. You started to realize that you're actually a woman. I've always felt something, and, um, you know, I wasn't quite sure what it was. And uh, I've been hearing um, lately, in the last year or so, over and over, that, you know, only a woman knows what a woman is. I thought, well, I'm definitely feeling something, so this has got to be it. You came out of three closets at once. Woman, woman of color, lesbian. The reason why I identify as the woman of color is because I have a Cherokee bloodline, Native American on both sides. What makes me the lesbian is the fact that I am still madly in love with my wife and and uh, that'll never change. I'm still attracted to her as a woman. You know, we ended last week and we ended up titling that as the absurd has become normal. I'm starting to think we should have held that title back for this week. No, it's the, the thing is, the one thing I like about this is, right, yeah, is he makes... The whole thing, the absurdity, and he brings the hypocrisy out. Because basically, going back, right, I remember last week I talked about Cambridge University and all those students getting up in arms about a film. I'd like to talk about that later because if anybody's seen that film, yeah, actually it was part one. 
there's going to be a part two and three. I'd like to talk about it later. And it actually brings a hell of a lot to light of, you know, how things have actually changed over the years and how they've been moved. If you, if you think about it, you've got a big movement of the human race and whatever body wants to call themselves, it doesn't matter. It, it It's binary one way or another. It's woman, man. It's It's biologically that way, right? Then you get things like the feminist movement and people getting told to empower themselves you know women should empower themselves and stuff like that and then you get things like you don't have to have a child when you're young you don't have to do this you know it might be the norm now but you can um, get a job become empowered within industry or business or whatever you want to do so they leave it off and then later on oh uh, they have their own worries about, oh, well, when can I have a child? Because their clock is ticking. And when they get into their 30s, it actually the percentage chance goes down and everything like that. So you then become in some way medically dependent if you go for IVF. You also have this structural change where there's population changes and reductions due to somebody politically moving women in a direction in so many different directions fast and you obviously get yeah you will get feminists you will get people who powered it but you then when things move so fast people are frightened to um, stand up and be themselves and they go with it and this has caused a lot of population and this was started in the 70s and this was started in the 70s and it started to move on these changes and things like that and if you're a woman you get told well you'll always find the right partner don't worry, you've got time. No, it don't work that easy in life. I mean, personally, I went through life. I was brought up in London. I got out of there. I joined the services. For some reason, I had this thing, if I ever meet the person in the services, I'm going to get married. I'm going to leave the services because the life isn't that isn't designed for it as far as I was concerned. My choice. Sure. But then I'd also speak to that person. So I left that help, build a business up with somebody, la, 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 la. Then I met somebody that I, I went, uh, I just knew. And I went, oh, my God. And then I just dropped everything, told the, the person I was helped build the business for that had been four and a half years, did a lot of work with them, went, I've got to go. Got to go, I'll sorry. Sort <laughs> and gone, yeah, I've got to go. I've got to do what I need to do. And I'm moving across country. And I just knew. And to this day, yeah, well, you know, you have your rucks or whatever. But that was late in life, you know. But it doesn't happen. If you're driven by some political point of view and you're not listening to yourself and your needs of it you could miss that person and you could never find them and that means you will never settle down or be comfortable even with the person you are with probably because and it might not last and children's become objects and then everything break the whole fiasco that put everything there and caused such a population change and it is only catching us now and if you think about this, what you say, the world's gone mad. So you get that with just driving the feminist movement. People should be allowed to do what they want. But they made it to a point, they took it to an extreme where women started to look at the ordinary bloke as a git, an idiot, whatever else. They estranged each other. Well, and that is what it's become. Yeah, I... I agree, and, and it, that you can has also, a population effect. I, I I concur. I I agree with you, and a lot of that has to do with our entertainment culture. If you look at all the entertainment, what has it become over the last I don't know twenty five thirty years? It's 
always the guy's the idiot and he doesn't know what he's talking about and the woman takes the leading role. And I'm not saying that that doesn't occur in, in a lot of cases. Well, it's yeah, backed up politically. It yeah, it's backed up. Worse. It's amplified I mean, in, in everything you, you else, go, in, in you, politics and the media. You go, you go into a job, especially in the UK, you go into a job or, I mean, thankfully, I'm of an age where, I mean, or I'm, I'm sorted and whatever else. But in this country, if you go for a job, the only person that does not have to be told why they didn't get that job is white male. Everybody else has to be told. Why? Why draw the line there, isn't it? it, it shouldn't it include everybody? So politically, they've r really pushed it so far that this is what I tried to say. I mean, okay, because of the two halves of the race and how it's happened over the years, tribal, whatever, wars, yes, one half empowered themselves over the other. And if you want to say you kept that half, kept them down, fine. But... The que biggest question out there is, it's the hypocrisy. If you shout out loud enough that it was done against you, why are you now doing it against them when you know how damaging it can be? Who's worse? The person who did it over the years and just ran with it and it evolved as the race went or life went in that direction, or the one that found their equity, uh, equity, quality, whatever you want to call it, and then turned it on the opposite? vengeance if that's vengeance that's that's a cold meal man and that makes you twice as bad when you knowingly do something that means it's premeditated and i think the race has got to a point where there's a lot of women out there giving it i think some of us have gone a step too far and this is a bit silly but to keep the ball rolling they've now politically stepped in again and created how many genders they've confused the whole situation and said you can be what you want hang on this is just like an escalation of what you started years ago. You've learned from this, and this all this adds up to is population suppression and destruction. Because can you imagine what it's going to be like in a few years when um, all these people identify one way or another, and you're going to have generations of no kids? I honestly think it's going to reach a point that uh, it's it's literally just going to tear everything apart. I mean, we're not to that point yet, but you can see the, the, the beginning cracks of of the uh, societal destabilization. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's going to take time, but it's it's going to be a complete destabilizing force in society and yeah. social harmony and yeah. social fabric of things. Yeah, it's, it's been the trouble is it's it's like everything that's been politically learned or politically motivated for decades. They've just refined it and really tweaked it as if they want all of these um, populations from different countries to actually break up. They, they talk about, nah, what about children? They talk about the aging populations in Western culture. Western culture is hit the most, yeah, because of the way the culture is. We have got aging populations and we've got less youngsters. And I gave, oh, Africa's full of kids and whatever. But not all of Africa is. And if you look at the certain parts of Africa which have become westernized, their populations are starting to take the same trend. This is what gets me, yeah. I mean, I was going to talk about it later, but I'm going to talk about it now because it, it rolls into it in some way. Right, um, this film, this film, it was called birth gap right and i tell you have a watch it's part one and the funny thing is right that the, there's a gentleman his name is stephen j shaw right and he had a crew of people with him to uh, create this thing the thing was there was eight women eight women were there 
working at the crew to do this thing, yeah? And the actual film goes around about 24 different countries in the world, and it is getting the people's point of view, the women's point of view of how life has affected them and the different ways from different countries. And stuff. It's a really interesting piece of film. There is nothing wrong with it whatsoever, except it actually does tell you and brings to light about how our ways of life and the way different agendas have been pushed and how they've affected when generations have no kids and why they had no kids and even you know women thinking oh i left it too long i did this i did this this is the way it was fashionable or it was the ideal at the time and this is and it affected lives and it talks about the family unit and not the family and this is what they're up in arms about and why should they be up in arms when they're supposed to be the people that say you can identify as anything you can be who you want and yet you can't that hypocrisy just does it that means as far as i'm concerned that is a wrong ideal when an ideal does so much hypocrisy and is just a shouting match and he just wants to shut somebody else down silly if you, if you think about it the west the western world has got itself to in in such a pickle because it, it's a place where all ideals are allowed to be spoken about whether it's the marxism socialism whatever else streams of lefts and right and everything it's supposed to be a platform where people can talk about anything i didn't say they should live one way or another but they should have that open platform to be able to at least just speak and present something but these this film is really quite interesting. There should be a part two. There should be a part three. It's a docu-film, basically, yeah? And it's mainly about those women all over the world. Now, like I say, it talks about 70s. And do you know the interesting thing? Do you know one of the reasons that I actually had to giggle about because I looked at it and I thought, oh, there's one reason why it needs to be deplatformed. Because where do you think they got their data from the 70s and all them years of about the population levels and stuff from the UN themselves. Of so they're using they UN information about population decline. And what does the UN shout at the moment? Too much population, you got to get rid of it. So it actually, if you look at it, there is that is one of the, it's the UN's own data. Yeah. So they used that and went out and had a look around and talked to people. And it just shows it's out there that the UN is such a lying bunch of gits. The, you know, it's got all the population trends, how it's been over. It was really well formatted and it's their information. And now they, they're just what? They're just in bed with the money makers. So I, um, I think it's an understatement, but yeah, we, we were looking at their, their relation with the Institute for Policy Studies and the Transnational Institute and how much money actually goes into all the NGOs that are sponsored through the United Nations. And it's it's shocking the amount of, uh, of money laundering that goes on there. But sorry, Bruce, I didn't mean to interject. Go ahead. Uh, real quick, just kind of clean up because uh, we, we talked about Ryan Webb before this uh, in that whole trend. Oh, yes. Uh, I looked into that situation a little bit uh, as we were talking and... I think Ryan Webb is is, is he he's a genuine he's a genuine troll. So he's he's so like bringing the, to light like how hypocritical picture. the left is. He, like the I, I think it is because right. if you look at who was doing the interview in, in, in the video you played, that's Matt yes. Walsh. I know it's Matt, Matt Walsh. Walsh is he's very critical of this kind of nonsense. And I you know. notice that was a pretty chill interview that he was giving. Yeah. I know, and he's usually yeah. out there saying. And can you tell me what a woman is? Yes. And he interviews doctors exactly. and he interviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I noticed who it was. And 
that's why I liked it because he was sitting there giving it. So yeah, so you came out three closets at once. He's yeah, he, yeah, he is down to earth and bang. Well, I mean, when you when you look at the documentary of of what is a woman or whatever the documentary was that where you went around and asked that question. He was that same person that we seen just a moment ago in that video. He was very chill, laid back. He was yeah. asking very politely, asking questions and whatnot, and 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 very calmly. Um, but to move forward and and uh, talk, uh, you know, talking about birth rates and all of that, I know in my age group, it's actually I know a lot of women that want to just be a stay at home mom that want to raise kids and do all that kind of stuff, but because of the economic troubles that because of the economy, because oh, of the, the trends that we have other now, they can't to afford the population. Hmm. That's it. And uh, I mean, that is in many ways. I mean, that's another point that was brought up in that film. One of the, well, more than one of the women in there that was just openly talking. And I do, I do recommend it for every, everybody to see if they can run it down. They talk about, yeah, the economic pressures that then stop because it's not just it is when they, even if they eventually have one, the number two and three don't come along like it used to because economic pressures are so much. And then you've got the others that don't have and you get the others that have left it too late. And kids are still being born and you still got head counts because you've got an aging population. And then you've got all these movements of migrants. Why? To fill in the gap to keep the uh, the, the fog going. The realization of yes, you're heading for a population collapse, and that's been talked about for. They reckoned it was going to happen by 2050 anyway. But these filthy, horrible individuals that want to forcibly decrease it by not natural means—I mean, that's sorry—that's murder, and I do not do not like that. I don't either. But this is a this is a long standing program. If you if you go back and you look at the ideology of um, guys like Mr. Oh, Mr. Ehrlich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in yeah. the modern era, obviously, you could equate that to uh, the eugenics movement out of Cold Springs Harbor, Margaret Sanger and, and all of that, the Kaiser Wilhelm Institute out of Nazi Germany. Uh, who was given awards, the Rockefeller Foundation. You you could look at all these things, but uh, I was more referring to guys like uh, Paul Ehrlich, not the Institute uh, in Germany. That's something different. But this guy that's out of the United States who taught at some of our top universities. Yeah, but how, with... many, how many books and documents he oh, wrote yeah. and crap? Oh, yeah. There's piles of it. Yeah, I know. I've got um, I've got three of them literally right here. I've got uh, this one here. I've got uh, this one here. And of course, the one that he wrote with Holdren, uh, along with he co-authored with that other those other two. But this is his most popular work right here, Eco Science. Uh, and this we actually we went through this. We actually did a podcast on this entitled po uh, Population Resources and Environment, the actual title of the book. And we went through the, the section in here where they talk about eugenics. And if you listen to the agenda that Bill Gates and guys like Noah Harari talk about, they are right in line with what these guys wrote about in this book. Okay. The, the, the biggest problem is it's not, I mean, I've been saying hypocrisy, yeah? But when they stand up and shout at everybody else, this is either a case of real self-loathing and hate for others, yeah? Because you shouldn't be, it's not natural or right to just to stand up and scream and shout like that and think you could suppress something they are showing hate for others and yet you've got hate speech isn't allowed so you know it's a political thing and something's a cover-up 
but they've pushed these they've got everybody out of this firing off in all different directions and it's a hateful thing and it's the people that hate humanity that are driving it i because I, I, I think uh, it starts as far with as hate. a long time ago mr gates mr gates has no feeling for humanity at all and no but it starts I don't with think the he hatred ever did I don't think he did either, but it, to, and to your point, just to kind of uh, further on and kind of nail it down a little bit more, it starts with a hatred of themselves first, and then yeah. it becomes a reprojection on... Yeah, exactly. It and, and it becomes a reprojection on the rest of society. Yeah. So, um, and th this is what this trans society and things like, everybody is acceptable within a society, and it used to be. If you were quirky or whatever, or you had your old deals and you want to do things, get on with it. We haven't got a problem. I don't like that. Just don't involve me. It's fine. That means everybody can find some form of balance. When you go out of balance, out of kilter too far, you're losing it. You're losing it. Your balance is you know who you are. If you know who you are, fine. But they're telling you, you can be a who you are every different day. Therefore, you will never find yourself. Find yourself somewhere. Until you find that, I mean, you're not, you're not going to be individual Everybody is different to everybody else. Every binary person is different to every other binary person in some respect or another. We are designed to be different. The whole of humanity is different in a slight, quirky way. We're not the same. If you want the same, they'll produce them out of pods for you. And if you're not careful, you're leading them down that way already. And that means you can have genetically designed nobodies and you'll lose that imagination that drives the human race and yeah you reckon it boys you're just boys and girls sorry i'll just use that as an inflection i really don't care whether you're a boy girl or whatever individualism is allowed but you stand on your own two feet sure of yourself and don't mess others around accept them too that is the basis of it all and then you get accepted as you are don't you think that in these tribes years and years ago you had people that were born with one or two geni genitalia the same or whatever some of them were looked highly upon because they were different they were probably made special places within the clan they didn't just chuck them out because they'll be useless although if you were yes deformed or you some people used to put the babies out and let them die but we're supposed to be in an age where of acceptability that doesn't mean you become more unaccepting of everybody else because that's what you are i'm sorry any group it's not just chance any group that stands up and just shouts like they're at a, a meeting and think they can shout people down without having a talk you've you have no argument you have nothing to put forward. When you debate, then things become clearer. And you might understand some more about yourself if you debate with somebody. The idea is to debate with somebody that has different ideals. That includes ideas about whether it's machinery, space, sexuality, or whatever. But until you debate with somebody that has different ideas on that subject, you will never understand yourself. That's where understanding comes from. You need opposing ideas to talk about. Nothing else. Simplicity. Anyway, sorry. I, I digress. I was going off on one. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's all right. Do you want to toddle on over to the, uh, to the United Kingdom? Because <laughs> oh, I yeah. have something. I have something out of the United Kingdom mm. involving uh, some newborns. Really? I do. Go for it. One baby dies and eight are left in intensive care after being struck down by an unusual cluster of unusually harmless infections. 
15 UK newborns have been diagnosed with myocarditis from June 2022 to March 2023. Further testing of nine of the cases confirmed that they had a common infection. Gee, I wonder what could have caused this. Well, they didn't. Well, this is this is the problem. It's like I was saying, because the pandemic is over, said the WHO, everything is not going to be related to the vaccine. They're just going to relate it to COVID-19. Correct. And that is why if anything happens, anything that's not right or doesn't feel right, because we talked about the nervous system and every and and your immune degradation, go check it out. If you've been vaccinated, report it as a post-vaccine problem. If your kids have been uh, vaccinated, it's post-vaccine. Draw that line. That is a line in history now. That should be vaccine day, vaccine month, vaccine year. You should have before vaccine and after vaccine. Sorry, Jesus, but this is a modern day nightmare, you know? Yeah, we should have post-vaccine problems and you need to report it. You need to get it in it. If you've been vaccinated, say this is post-vaccine, this has happened and just go follow it up. And if it's your kids... Well, if it's anybody, it just doesn't have to be kids, but it really gets home on the kids. And talking about kids, that damn meeting in Belgium they had, the catastrophic whatever it was. Well, they have so many catastrophic meetings in Belgium. No, no, with, you uh, know, United no, the um, contagion event. Oh, that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ran that a while back, didn't they? The Sears yeah, thing? The, the Hopkins, yeah, yeah. usual people or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. But the they one actually... thing that I didn't get, because um, I had a good look at it and whatever, they actually were saying um, that this pandemic, supposed pandemic that was going on, that was coming out from Latin America, I think they did it. They were saying, oh, it affects children. It's more, it's more against the children. And then you start to think and giving it, uh-oh, here we go. So you've got people that are now waking up to, I'm not, I'm not saying this is the future or it's going to happen, but if it does, God, you're going to get annoyed, that if your um, COVID vaccine's out there, there's so much out there saying this has affected your immune system, this has affected this, it was a nasty thing, and people are getting a bit wise to it, hopefully, and everything, that maybe, and people think twice about getting another vaccine. So what's the best way to hit them? Psychologically, via their children? And yes, saying and, and this what might affect pushing? your kids more. And what were they pushing through all of that? Pregnant women get vaccinated through the yeah. entire pandemic. You had, you had guys like Chris Whitty coming out in the UK, giving television adverts saying, if you're pregnant, you should definitely get the vaccine. They were saying that across the US. They were saying that. And now and, and and the thing is, we were saying at the time, do not, if you're pregnant, do not, because you don't know what's going to happen with that child. And now we're seeing it. And what, what were the who and hang on. What they talk, they they were pushing the avian problem, though, aren't they? Oh yeah, they're doing two some people avian got two people got infected somewhere in the world or whatever, and now that's the next one coming, and it could go across. And they are Pfizer are testing their uh, vac- avian flu vaccine, yeah, because it could be more serious. And who bought a load of shares in Pfizer the other day? Somebody bought a load of shares in Pfizer again the other day. I, I don't know. So Probably, you, whatever you start government. to think, hang on, is this starting to ramp up again? Well, this you is the itchy. Yeah, this is the event, uh, the the promo from the event that Johns Hopkins released. Uh, if you'd like to hear it, not really. I had a look the other day. <laughs> oh, we were going to play it anyway, but yeah, okay. Come on, then. <laughs> it's a nightmare. It is, yeah.
officials in two Latin American countries alerted the WHO of several outbreaks of a new infectious disease that's mysteriously appearing across the region, Severe Epidemic Enterovirus Respiratory Syndrome 2025. Over the past six weeks alone, there have been 500 confirmed or suspected cases reported. The virus could cause a severe pandemic if early containment and mitigation efforts are not successful. The pandemic in this type of situation and trend would be a risk for the global health security. Pandemics are inherently political, financial, and so much broader. We have not spoken on the leadership in country. And I think that we need to be also very careful. We cannot decide a lot of things without the leaders be involved and agree on that. There is no substitute for national leadership. It's important to support the local response or the national response. Training those that are in these areas first, enabling them with the tools, protecting them, and if needs be, regional solidarity first. At this stage, communication is key, and communication should include not just scientists with data, but also social, religious, and political leaders. Trust. This is an essential issue, and trust was broken first among countries, between populations and healthcare systems, between healthcare systems and governments. I'm very sorry to say that in uh, 2025, we need to strengthen the health system. WHO needs to be a voice for the voiceless. No one is safe until all of us are safe. As of today, there have been an estimated 1 billion cases worldwide, with more than 20 million deaths, including nearly 15 million children. Countless millions are alive, but left with paralysis or brain damage. The most successful countries are those which invested in preparedness and trained for this moment years in advance. This included having full-time pandemic preparedness and response teams, which conducted detailed operational planning and routinely tested those plans through exercises and drills. If more countries had participated and heeded the guidance, the toll might have been much less. Oh, yes. And that gets if you followed would up have by Mr. Had, Gates saying... Yes, if you cost. would have... Exactly. If you would have had the the pandemic preparedness team, the the germ team that he germ wants team. to create, yeah. If you would have had that, if you would have just listened to him, you could have averted all this crisis. No, we could avert all these crises if we just roll the lot of the pharmaceutical industry, Mr. Gates, and whatever else, and um, hang on, do a sun probe with a lot of them on it. Did you catch the numbers that she was spouting there at the end? One billion, uh, 15 one billion million cases, 15 million children, and yeah, what about it? 0.02%. That's sounds the oddly rate. Sounds oddly familiar to COVID. 0.02%. Yeah. So it was the flu. It, it, yeah, well, it, it would be a severe flu. The, uh, a normal flu is 0.15, uh, roughly. So it would be a more uh, 0.015. Excuse me, 0.015 is a normal flu. 0.02 would be a, a severe flu. Yeah, that, that's basically what they're saying is we, we have to do COVID-19 all over again. The lockdowns, the, the social distancing, the masking, the shutting down. And that'll kill enough people. Yeah. And then vaccine. Yeah.
Yeah, and then vaccinate and yeah. kill up. And, and how how much how much mental cases will there be after that again? We're still dealing with mental cases from the first one. I mean, I mean, the world's going. I mean, we'll just go wibble. The other thing from the UK is you say UK stuff is uh, there's a few people questioning why the government isn't backing nuclear here because obviously Rose, Rolls Royce want to go for the SMRs, don't they? And the thing is, there's a good record of them obviously working with nuclear because of our submarines as well. So there's a good history there for for small nuclear units, which actually the output from a nuclear boat is quite large, actually. So it's there, but they're still standing off. There's only one company I know that's invested in nuclear at the moment. Microsoft. Microsoft. Odd. Hmm. Odd that. Yeah. What about uh, what about Goldman Sachs? I'm sure that they've got heavy. I don't know, but Microsoft you actually put their hand in the pocket for. Um, I I think they went to a specific company actually. That was it. Rolls Royce. No. No, 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 no. Who was it? The only reason um, I say is I thought they were part of that initiative to Helicon go... Energy. Uh, Helicon and Helicon Energy. Helicon. Okay. Helicon I, Energy. I thought, yeah, I thought they were involved in that that venture with uh, with Rolls Royce for those small modular reactor projects. Yeah, but nothing's moving here. I mean, Rolls Royce was talking to Japan as well. There's okay. been a lot of talk, but no solid push or backing. Just on the point, real quick, uh, while you're oh, Bruce. while you're getting your point, Bruce. Just on the point, really quickly about dealing with insane people because of the last pandemic. This is from today. This is not from two years ago. This is from today. This is a former executive of Goldman Sachs on a flight today to Frankfurt, Germany. On a flight. On a flight. He's you in a full face. That. I know. He's in a full face shield, full N95 mask on a flight. He just put a goldfish bowl over his head. Do you, you see what I mean? Make though? faces like a goldfish. We're, we're still dealing with insanity, is my point. That's ridiculous. It is. And he's got a big plastic face shield and a mask over a mask. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is today. Again, this is like he tweeted this this afternoon. That cannot be comfortable. That can't be healthy. Oh. Anyway, go ahead, Bruce. Uh, to, um, you guys were talking about the Microsoft uh, signs power purchase deal with the Helion. Um, Helicon, I think it is. Oh, well, this one, this article says uh, Helion, H-E-L-I-O-N. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it might just have been where I got it from. But um, it's... It, so th this, is, this is why I was bringing it up, because this one isn't about nuclear fission. This one's about nuclear fusion. Big yeah, distinction. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. This is a. This is basically for future stuff. Future. They they're going to step ahead, saying we agree that you are in the experimental stage, and the only person that's actually putting money into anything so far is Microsoft. Yeah, it's fusion. Interesting. Okay. Well, because fusion. Um, I thought we were talking about small. Because you oh were no, talking about the, small the small modular one was UK. Yeah. That was just okay, UK. Okay. We're just so, not moving on it. This but is, the this only person, the only, the only company that has invested in anything to do with nuclear, I should have said fusion, is Microsoft. Okay, so and yeah, okay, it so hasn't been the... done, but they've, um, they reckon there'll be a lot of process by 2025 and so forth. And there's some agreements been made, and there's money in there. So yeah, by uh, just for the listeners' sake. Uh, the small reactors are nuclear uh, fission. This one that we're talking about with Helion or Helicon or wh whichever one it is, yeah. is um, about... It's experimental uh, and it's to do with fusion. Yeah. And, and they're the saying... The difference is colliding and actually fusing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Helion's plant is expected to be online in 2028. 
Sorry, Johnny's found something amusing. I haven't seen him laugh that much. I have found something really amusing. I finally found somebody in London who is taking it to these just stop oil people in the middle of the road. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to to take over the uh, the point there that you guys were trying to make, but this guy's oh, finally wow. he's just a motorist. He's finally had enough, and there's not any police there. And I think that's the only reason he was able to get away with this. Uh, he actually picks these people up and starts tossing them. There we go. There goes one. And <laughs> he'll start tossing them here in a second. But finally, somebody's actually giving it to these people. They're smashing up their, all their equipment and all their uh, phones and cameras and everything. So why? why are they, right. Okay. They're walking along slowly to stop the traffic moving in a direction. Yeah. So, and that's a bus. That's a car. So they slow it up, cues of traffic, which will just be pumping, making that atmosphere down there more dense from fumes than if the flow of traffic was to go through. They're actually hurting people in a different way. You know what I mean? That, and, and they're keeping people from actually getting to work. I, I've seen countless videos now where, and this is not the only country where this is happening. They, they actually have a, uh, a group here called uh, The Last Generation. It's basically the same thing. You got Extinction Rebellion. You've got Insulate Britain. I mean, these are all like spinoffs of the same group. I mean, that's somebody that's getting fed up and saying, pushing them out of the way, picking their stuff up. And then they've got the cheek, right, to sit on that guy's bonnet. I bet they, if they put a dent in that, I bet they don't pay for it. Mm. No, no, they don't. Uh, it's just people being, it, it, It's uh, they're paid to do it. Yeah, they are. They wouldn't be there otherwise. Uh, sorry, I, did, I didn't mean to, to cut you guys off. I do apologize, but this was just... Yeah, was I, too, I, I can finally, see why I'm you're happy. amused by his reaction. Yeah, I'm happy to see some motorist finally throwing it to these people. Um, actually, he's um, probably got off that bus and wants to get somewhere. He probably did, yeah. <laughs> he probably he did. He probably got off that bus and went... He's probably uh, trying yeah, to get right, to work. Okay. I'm I'm actually I'm actually uh, slightly disappointed because there's only one. Uh, I I was hoping to see the union plumbers down there. Yeah, that well, is the true. Rest of the bus, the rest of well, the bus offloads and clears to, the street. To give you an idea, yeah, to give you an idea, just to put this into perspective, back in the '60s when you had the uh, the hippie movement, '60s and '70s, you had the hippie movement. Uh, a bunch of them that were uh, going out there to protest capitalism. So they were doing their little uh, Marxist march there on Wall Street. The plumbers union and the carpenters union, who were building the buildings downtown that day, got told by their bosses. You guys take an extra long lunch today and make sure that you take it down there on Wall Street. The plumbers and the carpenters did one walkthrough of that protest of those anti-capitalist hippies down there on Wall Street, and that protest was over. Mm -hmm. I haven't got a problem with people protesting, but not that. Obstruction is wrong. Protest, have your say. But these people don't want other people to have their say. They don't, they don't even know how to debate about what's going on in the world or not going on in the world. They're just fired off and off they go. I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it's very silly. Can but we include criminal silly, damage? Can we include criminal damage to that when they these these animal rebellion yahoos go into stores and they start dumping out milk and cheese and, and yogurt and everything else? Well, I'll tell you what, if anybody recognizes that area and you were part of it and you were walking down the street with your kid in the pushchair... I'd sue them for actually making the atmosphere dense with fumes because they held everything up. Take them it's to court. It's a fair court. point. It's a fair point. Just take them to court. Get a whole load of you, hundreds of you doing it. But, um, I mean, it, it's like, I, I still don't know in this country. It, it's all, I, I was grateful that the NHS made a big thing about we're not taking the vaccine as the nurses and the doctors. But I still 
get feedback from people saying that the same nurses and doctors who didn't take it vaccinated people. That's incredible. If you're there saying, I'm not taking this, don't get me wrong, we need the NHS, the NHS, but we need balance. Shouldn't you conscientiously yet, object to administering it if you're not taking it for yourself? I mean, that's, that's like common sense. <laughs> yeah, but hang on. If you think, well, this might not be good for me, but I have to administer it to you because it's the rules of the hospital, this is wrong. And then ask for a pay rise afterwards. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. I'm over here laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. It's, it's crazy. It's, I'm usually it's crazy. laughing at these dark things. I mean, where they get so convoluted, but it, it's the age we're living in. You take it. Uh, what? What were the? What are the? Uh, oh, one for you, Bruce. The Catholics, the people you love the most, the French Catholics. What are they doing now? What's the biggest thing that you said about the Catholics? Is about. Hang on. They've been up to no good and some some dirty pornographic things in the past and they've covered it up, yeah? Well, these buggers are providing each... They're providing digital IDs. Do you know what these digital IDs the are The Catholic for? Church in France is giving digital yeah. IDs. Yeah. <laughs> and they've got QR codes on them, yeah? Interesting. So, the, the, But the thing is, they're color-coded as well. They range from green to orange to red. And this is for bishops, priests, and deacons. So I'll certify whether the holder is fit, depending on his past of what he's been up to, to perform a to perform a sermon, or has the right to take confession, depending how dirty he's been, depending on what sort of ID he gets. Why don't you just kick him out? Um, that's the literal Christian way, uh, based on how we're taught in the New Testament. If they're a problem, uh, you kick him out. Yeah. Oh well, no. You could there, be green, process, orange, or but... red now. <laughs> yeah, no. There, I mean, there is a process for, to that. Like, if, if they're caught in sin, you know, there, there's a whole process of of uh, talking to them and, and you know, and then if they, eventually, if they continue to refuse uh, and it's brought before the public at that point, then you, then they're expelled. Uh, essentially, you kick them out. So and then, you, yeah. If you're walking around with a, a QR code ID badge that's red... Is that signifying that the church still allows you to operate as a filthy what? But you're not allowed to give a sermon or take confessions because of your history. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just incredible. So they yeah, lost their minds. They have, haven't they? It's it's um, talk about losing your mind. Where was Biden the other day? He was at um, some. He was uh, doing. Where, where, uh, he was where, at a university. Where, Howard University. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was at a university giving a speech. <laughs> yeah, about what? I don't think he Did even you listen knew. To it? I listened to part of it. That's the good question about what. That, yeah, that, exactly. that is the question. Well, the, the stand-up ice cream advert stood up and he just basically said, uh, we've got to stand up against the poison of the white supremacist. The most dangerous terrorist threat to the homeland is the white supremacist. And he was surrounded by black people. Is that guy a total dork? I mean, the university to have him sit there and stand up and say that made it a bit comical, didn't it? I, he is a white supremacist. I don't, I don't see what... <laughs> but, oh, it was just incredible. I mean, I, I started, I thought, he's going to make a speech. So I started to listen to it. And I went, really? And that was That's it. That's the new thing, though. They're, they're accusing the Catholic Church, they're accusing Christians in general of being uh, white supremacists, white nationalists, whatever. It's something, something that that effect. And the FBI, there has been a lot of whistleblowers that have said that the FBI is going after political enemies and accusing them of being white supremacists or something of that nature. Yeah, but the reality was, if, if you'd looked on, if you'd gone outside the university 
outside the university halls, they might have found all the students, the black students were protesting against Biden and Kamala Harris. Oh, they just happened to ignore that part of it, did they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're all outside giving it whoa hey and yeah, yeah that git was inside saying that and it was just oh i don't know oh yeah I, and what did they do what did they do uh, just a couple of hours after that as if signaled there was a a march of white supremacists in dc uh is this the patriot front that you're referring to no there was some uh there were some people in masks glasses yeah everything else yeah that's the fed that's, the, that's the fbi or something yeah that's them yeah that's the yeah, FBI. yeah yeah was it, it was a nice mask? setup and they had little policing cycles front and back uh, of course they did yeah. chaperoning them all the way through. <laughs> it's funny you know it's it's funny you know you, know, you look at these guys the, these patriot front guys and they have tan cargo pants on they've got blue shirts or, or jackets what's the fbi wear Whenever you see them, they wear the well, they same look, thing. They all look pretty similar. I must. Yeah, admit. yeah, yeah. But I they mean, are, they did a mass arrest of these guys. Okay, now I'm just I'm just speaking from experience here. Okay, they did a mass arrest of these guys not too long ago. Bruce, you remember that? They arrested a whole load of them. Yeah. Is yep. that the they is had that them. the ones where they didn't mar unmask them? They exactly that they did not unmask any of them. Now, yeah. if I'm if I'm that. a law enforcement officer and I see somebody and I, I can tell you, you can't have these guys when you've got somebody in your custody, you can't have them well, well, masked you, up you like you that. Classify you need, them as a terrorist. What are you going to do? Thank you very yeah, much. But you need, yeah, but they're not classified yes. as a terrorist because they're actually run by the feds. I mean, yeah, hell, no. even the turning point people, as misled as they are, they even know that that's yeah. run by the feds. Oh, yeah. But it was it was really nice. It was it was the it was so orchestrated. It was just I went, oh yeah, this is funny. <laughs> it's laughable. It's absolutely well. Laughable. It is no. It is. It was just. And the thing is, they think they're being clever. They're yeah, just turning they, it they into do. It's, 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 a mockery. It's funny. They've turned the whole thing on its head. It's, it's laughable. And Bruce and I were having this conversation a couple of nights ago, and I said, you know what? I said when you get to the point where we are now. And you strip away all of this disinformation and all this this just nonsensical stuff. And you actually look at these agencies mm. and these these media uh, companies and these agendas that are being shoveled in front of us. And you think to yourself, this is laughable. It's pathetic how hard these agencies are, are trying to do this. And like we're, we're looking at some of these operations that a lot of these intelligence agencies, <clears throat> intelligence agencies are doing in the U.S., <laughs> in the U.K. and in Europe. And we're looking at this and within the first I don't know, 25, 30 minutes as we're looking at these scenarios that are thrown at us, we're like, what is this, amateur hour? You guys can't do any better than this? This is the best oh, you can I mean, come up with? Hang on, they taxpayers' money. You'd think they'd be able to do a better job. Oh, yeah. The, I yeah, mean, just busting up the, Yeah, yeah, busting up the D&D. Oh, it is terrible. It's terrible. Busting up the D&D &D group here as a, as a government coup was about the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Second only to the fact that you've got this group over here in the U.S., the, the Patriot Front. What an absolute joke and a farce that is. How can anybody not see through that? I thought they were so well turned out. Bunch of idiots. I just thought they... Bunch of absolute <laughs> idiots. Oh, yeah. The, there's another niggly little funny thing that happened. What did I see the other day? About your borders. Because I like to look into it just oh, to see goodness. what is a lie and what isn't. Because of your, what is it, number, what is it, 42, something 42? What, 42 million? Yeah, that's about what's no, come through. No, the, 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 no, 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 title 42, yeah. yeah. The title, yeah. 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 And I just wanted to see what had been happening after it and whatever. What a load of rubbish. And and you know, one of the funniest things was, because they're, they're giving letters to appear in court, aren't they? All the immigrants yes. are let through. You, know, you see what court. the court dates are. Yeah. 
Yeah, I looked at it and I went, 2027? Yeah, not going to see him for dust, are you? Some of them were 2032. Seriously? Oh, yeah. I didn't. I got as far up. I went, yeah, okay, okay. And it got as far as 2027. You got five years more. Jesus. Avoid that. That is just a joke. I mean, gone That's with the wind. That is beyond a joke. There isn't anywhere in your constitution that says if you've been in this country for X amount of years, you become an American, is there? No. You no, still have to swear in and everything, yep. yeah? You still have to go through right, the naturalization okay. process, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just giving it, yeah. Well, if they stretch it out, the they're, they're yeah, if they stretch they're it out gone, that man. far, then they'll probably just circumvent it somehow, so. <laughs> that's that's what they're trying to do. Dreamers. Well, the, the other thing that they're doing is uh, places like New York and California are testing the idea of voting without ID and allowing uh, illegals to vote in local elections. So it, it, it's they're slowly trying to get to the point to where they allow people that are here illegally to vote nationally. Um if they allow it in local elections, it could affect things like who's They'll create uh, their own the neighborhoods and, and everything. Mm -hmm. It'll be mm -hmm. just, it'll just go from one ghetto to one worse thing to organized. Oh my God. It'll be just wars. Yep. It'll be wars in cities. Mm. Oh, it'll just, it'll just be mental. I mean, mental. Yeah. Well, saying that, um, your justice system took the piss out of themselves again, didn't they? You have to be more specific when it comes to our justice system because it's been a system of injustice <laughs> for quite some time now. They, um, didn't they just disband the IRS team that was supposed to be doing the Hunter Biden thing? Yes, they did. They yeah. had some whistleblowers from that team that were saying that Hunter Biden was... I know, Biden I was looking was, at some of them. Yeah, really bad. Yeah, they revoked and the all the clearances. President yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. And they, yeah, they just fired them all. But they went up in front of the house before that and said, will these guys be protected? And they went, of course they will. And then they shat all over them and their families and everything else. And God knows. And they've stopped the investigation. And come on, guys. <laughs> it's hey, getting mean, a bit silly. You're not you're not going to get any argument from me. I mean, these these guys are like, this is a clown show. This is a yeah, joke. It's just, yeah, no, I know. But until the people have the political will to to affect change, there will be no change. This this will be the status quo going forward. Congress, uh, really, what should have happened is Congress should have been like, uh, you ain't doing that, and brought the entirety of the IRS, like the uh, board or head or whatever, before them and said, you get these people back in stated uh, where you're all fired. That, that should have been uh, the course of action. Really, I yeah. would say that the IRS should be abolished and the tax system reworked, but uh yeah you know well the irs aren't i mean sorry your judiciary is a puppet of mm. god knows whatever and this should be ruling they should be i thought they were independent of each other or meant to be they're they're supposed to be yeah yeah it's just it's everything is in the same horrible box but i must admit that one big warning what you were talking about the other day how many big warnings do companies and people have to hear ESGs took Sri Lanka down. ESGs and trans ideals took Bud out the picture, right? This is happening. If ESGs, if you get pushed to get do the, all this trans stuff within your company, you're going to go west because you can't do anything once you get in there. Once you've got them implemented, the WF, which is the brother of the WHO, which is the brother of the UN, and that there's one set of triplets which actually need beheading, all of them. It needs cleaning out because they are just linked to each other. And then obviously underneath it all, you've got your big nasties, your asset management systems. And 
you think they'll call? Do you think what are they, what are they going to call Ukraine when BlackRock own the biggest part of it? The first what are digital they gonna, city. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you saw the the video of what they're trying to do, right? Yeah, well, the promo video. You you saw what they were trying to do yeah. as as to the first digital country. You saw what they're trying to do there. Oh, I know. There's so much stuff. Oh, the, the Ukraine are the leading the leading force in so many different things, and it's being pushed out there. But the people, if there's any left, don't have a country. This is what BlackRock and everybody else does to something they want to abuse, and they will just put you in debt. And this goes from the only smallest person upwards. Right from the early days, we said, the idea is to put you in debt, make you not own anything. The zero asset culture, the zero asset culture. That is you. The asset management is them. And that is the line. That is the simplicity of it all. Zero asset culture. And that's what they want. So you get so used to just um, renting everything, owning nothing, paying for your education, paying for this, paying for that, paying for that, coming out of your education already in debt. Therefore, you'll rent because you can't have a mortgage. And then when you get to pensionable life, you might not necessarily get that either. You'll get what you're allowed. And that's it. It's been moving that way for endless amount of time and people have been they don't get it you've although you've got because you've got all these youngsters nowadays and they give it well do i need anything yeah it's yours what is the point of doing anything if you do not have something that is yours young youngsters you're talking about here you you also have to keep in mind that a big trend among amongst youngsters so uh my age group and younger um they're wanting to just buy a van and live out of a van. They don't want to have a house. They don't want to own. They don't want to own things anymore. Well, that uh, won't they, last they, either. No, because they'll be told where or where they not park, what type of vehicle they can have, everything like that. It will just be solely stripped away. The prices of food. I'm getting sick and tired of seeing less and less chicken eggs. I must admit, I am getting so upset with that. You know what you need. You just need some chickens. Yeah. I mean, honestly. I'm serious. Yeah. Just get you six chickens and you're good. So five hens honestly, and a rooster. No. Yeah, but the, no, no. The I'd have to move. I'd no. have to move. I'd have to the, move into somewhere where I had loads more land. The whole egg situation, it, it, that is, um, we're being gaslit on that one anyway. There is oh, no yeah. shortage of eggs. Yeah, there's, there's there no is shortage. no shortage. There's no shortage there was, and there's uh, no avian flu either. No. There, there was a 1% increase in production of eggs here in the United States, 1% increase. Uh, and yet they had an over, what was it, like 200%, 200 and something percent, I forget the, uh, the exact number, uh, increase in profits. Even though they had just a slightly better, 1% more were sold, not produced. So there was 1% more sold, but they increased their profits by 200%. Mm. Oh, gotcha. We still oh, have a shortage. No, there isn't. Even the farmers have said that. They're giving it now, which it's being bamboozled by everybody. It's forces in different directions. But I think that's near enough. Every bit of, I must admit, I was looking, I was going to say I was going to, I wanted to look into a certain personage in China and the history of it. I was going to follow down that line. Yeah, hmm? who's that? Um, or is that somebody we need to discuss offline? Because I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm working on curing. Well, no, you don't a, need to, because basically, because I mean, obviously, um, Soros came up in the uh, 
he was mentioned in the news lately because I think Elon Musk had something to say about him. Yeah. But when you look into China, and I wanted to look into the times of, obviously, because, because of the reflection of when the wall came down in Russia up until Tiananmen Square and stuff like that and the many changes, because there was a hell of a lot, a hell of a lot between there and there. And especially, and there was a certain personage that went through the years, and I'd say he was managed a bit, Asaurus had a bit of a tweak and within this personage, I would say. He had a bit of background in, in, in him somewhere. And it's something I'm looking into, and it's quite interesting. Okay. But I just want to go down Maybe, those. And... Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can compare some notes, because this individual that I'm looking into from China was involved in things going on in that timeline as well. Um, oh, interesting. However, he met an unfortunate end before that wall came down, but he was one of the helping hands in one of the architectural draw-ups of leading us to this point. Mm. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's interesting how they like to do things in fours, like you got the fourth industrial revolution here and the four modernizations in China. Yeah, four you modernizations, know? yeah. 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 It's, well, do you but have anyway, any? Uh, yeah, do you have any final thoughts before you get away uh, this week? Final thoughts is, come on, people, let's just talk. Get all this playground crap out of the way because I'm I'm bored with grown up children just screaming and shouting. I'm actually I'm half tempted to start looking at people whenever they ask me how I'm doing. I'm just going to say, are you bored yet? Because I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's the enemy? You are. Your own worst enemy. Yeah, that's right. Well, it has been a uh, a very uplifting and a very humorous conversation. I have to admit, I've laughed more in this podcast than I think I have in the last two or three weeks uh, since we've been back. It's been refreshing that's to say the least. Yeah, it is good for me. I, I do need to laugh more, I suppose. But I'll call you next week and uh, we'll see you back next week, yes? Yeah, let's see what pops up, eh? It'd be interesting. Fantastic. I do have to say that I'm, I'm disappointed you're not going to be making the poker game this week. Well, my thing. Never has I get it. I get it. I get it. It's okay. To each their own. We are going to go ahead and call this one done, so I would like to thank you both for being here today, gentlemen. Thank you to all of the listeners. God bless everyone and have a great evening.